Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we celebrate the second Sunday in Lent. Uh, We're preparing for that April 9th Easter Sunday. And today, our message is entitled, Look to the Cross. I thought a lot about crosses this week. I have several that were given to me as gifts um, uh, through the years. And the wonderful thing about crosses is they're very unique. Um, I have one particular cross that some dear friends gave me when they took a trip to um, Peru. And it has Incan uh, symbols on it from uh, that civilization. And it really is very interesting. Um, My wife wears jewelry with different crosses on it. And I often notice, um, particularly women and sometimes men, when they wear jewelry with a cross, there are so many different styles and types of crosses. I did a little research, and some of the crosses I often see are a Latin cross, which is very ornate. Um, A few years ago, a friend went to Jerusalem and brought me back a Jerusalem cross, which has actually five crosses in the design. It's very beautiful. There's a Celtic cross, which has a circle in the middle with just certain symbolism. And then there's the, the crucifix, where Christ is on the cross. There's so many different types of crosses, and people wear them as jewelry. Uh, Sometimes a cross is on some clothing, or maybe, like I'd mentioned, art in, in our home. Why do you think people are drawn to the cross? And what is it about having a cross in your home, or maybe wearing a cross, that is very symbolic and meaningful? I'll tell you a little story my son, who's in his mid-20s right now, when he was a little boy, my wife and I were taking an international trip, and we had to sit down with our attorney and work out, you know, the if anything were to happen to us, who would be his guardian. And in the back of my mind, I started thinking, and it just got crazy, a lot of negative thoughts. What, what would happen on this trip if there was an accident, and my wife and I didn't come back home? Who would raise my son? And I was so terrified about this trip. I had a lot of fears. And so I found a cross that was given to me. It was made out of olive wood from Jerusalem. I put it around my neck, and I wore it the entire time, particularly when we were flying. And that cross gave me hope and gave me comfort. I think for other people, too, carrying a cross or having a cross has very, very important meaning. Have you ever heard the term that people mention when they talk about the cross? They say, you must take up your cross. Have you ever heard that expression? When I think about taking up your cross, I I thought about it this week and I did a little research and I thought the first step really ties in to our journey towards Lent and where we sometimes deny ourselves of something and might be giving something up for Lent. So when we take up our cross, the first initial thing we have to do is deny ourselves of, of, of something that we would consider a little bit selfish and concentrate on our spiritual lives. And then we move then towards taking up our cross. And I think that's being a little bit tentative in our Christian lives. Then we join the journey with other believers to follow Christ. So taking up our cross is being sensitive, being tentative to our spirituality and to our faith. Many times, Taking up our cross means letting go of selfish ambitions and that ego that precedes taking up the cross. Sometimes it's 
putting our thoughts and our feelings aside to focus on what Christ wants for us in our lives. What exactly does Jesus mean when he says, take up your cross? Now, I've met many Christians who say, oh, I have, I have a cross to bear. And I think that means accepting a difficulty in life. Sometimes that cross people might be referencing is an illness, their illness or an illness of a, a loved one. It might be dealing with a, a challenging family member or a, a coworker or a friend. Perhaps is an illness, an illness that you were going through or a loved one that you're helping them through. It might be a challenging family member or a challenging relationship with a coworker or a friend that might be your cross. How about a tragedy or some trauma in your life, a loss, or maybe some type of hardship? Those are difficulties that many people face and they say, this is the cross I'm called to bear. The cross taken up by Christ leads to sacrifice. Christ carried his cross and it And it led to sacrifice, him giving his life, so that we could have the forgiveness of sins and eternal life. So sometimes looking towards the cross and taking up our cross means taking on something versus giving something up. A willing relinquishing of maybe status or power or safety or security. Many times when God calls us to move forward in a direction, We're leaving the security that we have had and branching out in faith. All of us yield influence in our lives in various circles. Um, Do we then look past ourselves to find ways to be sensitive to those around us in our social circles, our work circles, that might be vulnerable, they might be oppressed, the marginalized, the fearful? When we leave our little circle of safety, we're we become a little bit more aware of others who may be in need and try to reach out and help them. When we do, we weave together a trinity of faithful discipleship, of denying ourself, and then taking up our cross and following Jesus in victorious ways, in positive ways. So it's kind of like standing on a three-legged stool. It prepares us to follow Jesus all the way to Jerusalem. Now, we've talked about taking up our cross. We often hear that in conversation. Let's now turn to the term that I often hear as well as looking to the cross. Looking to the joy before him, Jesus endured the cross, we read in scripture. Jesus knew that by giving his life, he was securing eternal life for us as believers who were left behind. And it was joyful for him. But the disciples, they didn't quite understand all this. You know, Christ's example should inspire us, guide us in our own faith, our life, our thoughts, our actions, our hopes, and our longings. You know, in the culture that Jesus was living and serving in his ministry, a cross was not a positive symbol. It was a very negative symbol where criminals were were found their death and their judgment. And it was an instrument of death and humiliation of stark warning to the public that behave or this is going to happen to you. And now it has changed where it is really a positive symbol. Sometimes odd things in life can happen where 
in, in that culture, it was a very negative symbol, but now in our Christian lives, the cross is a very positive symbol. The cross was designed by that culture and state to instill terror, but for us calls forth words of radical forgiveness and grace. God is a God who forgives and has the grace to help us carry through. Looking to the cross reminds us of Jesus's promise of peace that passes all understanding. When we follow him, when we're obedient, when we're sensitive to that calling and his voice within us, we have peace, peace that passes understanding. And it reminds us of the cost paid for that peace by Christ giving his life so that we can be reconciled with God and with our neighbor. This week, I was thinking about different types of crosses. And I know in many Protestant churches, they have a certain type of a cross. But in the Catholic church, they have a crucifix, meaning that Christ is on the cross. You know, when we focus on that crucifix, Christ on the cross, it reminds us that he gave his life for us. But in many churches, we see a cross that does not have Christ on it. And it reminds us that he rose again and he's sitting in heaven at the right hand of God the Father. This is a very theological importance in the type of cross that we visualize and how it tells a beautiful story. The cross devoid of the body of Christ spurs us forward to the joy set before us and the resurrection. Jesus does not remain fixed forever in death on the cross, but he rose again. He gave his life so that we could have life eternal. May the next time you see a cross, the next time you put a cross around your neck or wear a ring with a cross on it or look at a cross in your home or maybe out in public, may we be reminded of the wonderful gift we have in Christ, the gift of eternal life and the gift of a life of abundance. My prayer for you is the peace, love, and joy that comes from knowing Christ. May we share that goodness with others this week. That is my prayer for you. Thank you, and God bless you.